0: Weebly. But that's not fair, shouted Emily You squashed that machine yourself Excuses, excuses, said Mr Moonbottom Mark it down, Miss Weebly And then we'll go and see how many other hazards and failures we can find He looked over his shoulder at Mrs Mims. "'as he started stalking off. "'Needless to say, if I'm not impressed, "'your whole fair will be closed down.' "'Miss Weebly made a note on the clipboard she carried, "'then smiled vaguely at Emily "'and hurried after Mr Moonbottom. "'Closed down?' thought Emily. "'Up until he said that, "'she had just felt angry at the funfair inspector.' Now she felt frightened, too. Could he really close down Funfair Moon? And if he did, where would everyone go? What would become of Mrs. Mims and Jinx and O'Hare? What would become of Emily? I don't suppose it's anything to worry about, said Mrs. Mims, when the Funfair inspector and his assistant had gone. He seems a nasty piece of work, but Funfair Moon has never failed an inspection yet. That's because of Jinx and O'Hare, said Emily, and she felt better already, just thinking about them. They're the best Funfair repairers in the whole galaxy, but I'd better go and find them. We ought to let them know there's an inspector on the way. I think Mr. Jinks said they were going to be doing some work on the Space Twizzler this morning, said Mrs. Mims. Apparently it's gone a bit wonky-woo. Brilliant, said Emily, and dashed off to find them. Have a nice morning, called Mrs. Mims, waving with a couple of tentacles, while she reached back into the lost property office with another and carefully placed the hat-box on a high shelf. She did not notice the hat-box open. Something black and spiny came out of it, like a sooty sea urchin. There were two white eyes among the spines which blinked down at Mrs Mims for a moment. Then, with a rustling noise like crumpled sweet wrappers, The strange creature vanished into the shadows at the back of the shelf. Funfair Moon was so big that you couldn't just walk between the different rides. There were little air trains which wound their way between the roundabouts and sideshows, stopping near all the big attractions. Emily hopped on one outside the lost property office. It carried her along the fairway, the broad main street of Funfair Moon, where many of the oldest and most famous attractions stood. She passed the Mermaid Lagoon, where Ruby Flipper and her mermaids were getting ready for the first synchronised swimming show of the day, and the Lawnmower Arena, where Bert Turbot and his lawnmower display team were getting ready for the first synchronised streaming show of the day. She passed Pete Floyd's astounding seven-storey merry-go-round and fudge shop where Amy lived. She wondered about hopping off there and seeing if Amy wanted to come with her, but she knew Amy would be helping her mum and dad get ready for the day ahead. At last, the train stopped at the Space Twizzler. The Space Twizzler was a giant helter-skelter decorated with pictures of suns and moons and planets that morning a rope was stretched across the entrance with an out of order sign dangling from it but Emily ducked under it and ran over to her two friends who were busy getting things out of their toolbox jinx shouted Emily oh they turned and looked at her Emily said Jinx, in an Oh dear, what do you want?" sort of way. O'Hare just smiled another big furry smile. She told them about the Funfair inspector but that can't be.